Welcome to Before Breakfast, a production of iHeartRadio. Good morning. This is Laura. Welcome to the Before Breakfast podcast. Today's tip is to bank time. Just as you save money for unexpected expenses, you can create a time cushion in case your future self has more demands in her schedule than you expected. If you read personal finance literature or listen to personal finance podcasts like my favorite, How to Money, you know how important it is to have an emergency fund. Keeping six months of living expenses in liquid accounts means that you can deal with almost any unexpected expense. Hole in the roof, medical bill, need to fly to visit a sick relative, you'll be able to handle these things without going into debt. If you lose your job, you'll be able to cover your regular living expenses until you find a new job. Stuff happens, and a financial cushion softens the blow. Having money in the bank means you can feel calm about events that might otherwise lead to some serious anxiety. Time and money are similar in many ways. They are both limited resources. So you probably won't be surprised to hear me say that you need a time emergency fund, too. Of course, while money in the bank stays in the bank until you need it, banking time isn't quite so straightforward. Once a second is gone, it is gone. And you cannot buy it back. But it is possible to bank time in certain ways that can be helpful when you have future unexpected demands like needing to cover for a sick colleague or take care of a sick kid, or if you need to deal with a burst pipe that requires you to schedule plumber's visits during the day. Or, you know, the emergencies could be good things too, like an unexpected invitation that you'd like to accept. When something comes up, it's helpful to have banked investments of time that you can draw on so you don't fall behind. One of the most straightforward ways to do this is to bank extras of anything you're regularly required to produce. I work ahead on both my podcasts, so my schedule is more flexible. A teacher or trainer might have some banked lesson plans. Magazines and newspapers have evergreen features that they can slot in should things go awry. The key here is evergreen. A teacher wouldn't know for sure that he'd be absent on the day he planned to cover Act 3 of Hamlet, but a standalone lesson on, let's say, a T.S. Eliot poem could work. A blog post on a great chocolate cake works better than a blog post on a 4th of July-themed cake, because the latter is too specific. You can bank time with personal tasks by working ahead, too. For example, whenever you cook lasagna, make two. One to eat, one to freeze. Voila, you have banked time for a busy night when you need to make dinner for your family or take food to a friend but are short on time. Similarly, by keeping plenty of pantry and freezer staples on hand, you can skip a planned trip to the grocery store when you need to use the time you would have spent going to the grocery store for something else. Perhaps the most effective way to bank time is by leaving time open. I try not to schedule too much for Fridays. That way, when stuff comes up, it's got a spot to go. Friday. The time seldom winds up staying completely open, as in I won't be staring at the walls, twiddling my thumbs. 
Instead, it's about recognizing that my time estimates aren't always 100% accurate. Leave time open, and I won't fall behind. I'd also recommend banking time with other people. When you can, do favors. Big ones, little ones. It's a nice thing to do, of course, but it's also about recognizing that humans are reciprocal creatures. If you have helped your colleague out when he's swamped, he will happily help you out when you are swamped, too. How do you bank time to cope with unexpected demands on your schedule? You can let me know at laura at lauravandercam.com. In the meantime, this is Laura. Thanks for listening. And here's to making the most of our time. Hey, everybody. I'd love to hear from you. You can send me your tips, your questions, or anything else. Just connect with me on Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram at Before Breakfast Pod. That's B-E, the number four, then breakfast, P-O-D. You can also shoot me an email at beforebreakfastpodcast at iheartmedia.com. That before breakfast is spelled out with all the letters. Thanks so much. I look forward to staying in touch. Before Breakfast is a production of iHeartRadio. For more podcasts from iHeartRadio, visit the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you listen to your favorite shows.